Hello, good evening, and welcome to your Halloween edition of Stromash with your host, Ian Simpson. It's the third year I've been doing this, and I'll only manage to get to show number 44, which is nicely titled, Far Too Busy for the End of the World. Before tonight we had the magnificent Derek Webb and uh, his track which was called uh, A Real Ghost. Now actually 
Gordon Bell might find that quite quite familiar because he just played that on his uh, latest Way Past Bedtime show. Uh, I think he's on number 84, so he's still quite a bit ahead of me. Uh, it was one of those songs that just grabbed me and I, I, I thought that if I could find um, where, he, where he got it from, then I would be able to share the music with you as well because it's a beauty. And I really recommend, by the way, that as well as checking out Derek Webb's music, you also check out Gordon Bell's Way Past Bedtime show it is really really good and uh, and you can and you can win money uh, something that you definitely can't do on this show now coming up next we have a, a lovely uh, band called the happy hippo family and a track called are you injured <laughs> gentleman who had been dining in Fillimore Gardens was walking home between 11 and 12 one night. On turning out of the gardens into a smaller street, possibly Fillimore Street, he found that he was quite alone in it, except for a woman who was walking in front of him, and a man who was at a short distance in front of the woman. Presently, the woman walked past the man, and as she did so, looked up at him, and immediately rushed across the street and down a side street, shrieking horribly. The gentleman quickened his pace, wondering what could have happened to make the woman behave as she had done, and by walking fast came up with the man. As he reached him, he saw him take a latchkey from his pocket, open the door of a house, and walk in. As the man passed inside, 
The gentleman looked at him and saw to his horror that his face was that of a corpse. After taking the number of the house, he went home, where he spent a troubled night, determined that next day, as soon as his business was concluded, he would try to discover what had happened. He had no difficulty in finding the house again, but saw that since he had been there on the previous night, a notice, Apartments to Let, had been put up over the door. This, he thought, will help me. He rang the bell, and when an excited-looking landlady appeared, he inquired about the rooms she had to let. "'Yes,' she said. "'Yes, I have some rooms to let.' He asked if he might see them, and she begged him to return another day, as it was not quite convenient at the moment to show him over them. He replied that he was going away from London, and was afraid that, if he could not see the rooms, then he would have to give up any idea of taking them. Accordingly, she took him upstairs, and showed him some very nice, well-furnished rooms, with many interesting and pretty objects lying about in them, such as would be introduced by a man who knew how to make himself comfortable. Well, said the gentleman, I think these rooms would suit me all right, but whose are all these things lying about? Oh, they belong to the gentleman who had the rooms. And where is he now? At first the landlady was very evasive, but at last she broke down, began to cry, and said, Oh, sir, I will tell you all about it. The rooms did belong to a gentleman who has lived with us for years. He was very pleasant and kind, very good to us, and we were all much attached to him and did everything in our power to make him comfortable. Every year about this time he used to go to Monte Carlo, and about a month ago he left as usual. This morning at eight o'clock we had a telegram to say that he'd been found there, sitting on a seat, shot through the head, and with a pistol in his hand, and that this had happened about a quarter to twelve last night. This was exactly the time when the gentleman who told the story had seen the dead man enter the house.
Halloween Every Day by the artist Kelsey Mira and uh, tonight you are being treated to music courtesy of musicalley.com uh, I thought I'd change where I got the Podsafe music from uh, this used to be called I think uh, podsafemusic.com uh, it definitely looks the same as it used to, but I haven't been there for a while. In fact, I know it is because um, there's some Family Simpson tracks up there. And uh, I am tempted. I am. I am tempted. Anyway, I, I hope you enjoyed the last set. We uh, started uh, the sort of three track there with the Happy Hippo family and a track called Are You Injured? Um, straight into a little Halloween story. Um, from audiobook actually it's from uh, the user called happy flower and uh, it's called uh, the story was called the gentleman with the latch key and it's from lord halifax's ghost book and uh, then we're straight into the kaylee mira so uh, it's about an hour to go until the end of halloween it's going to be a slightly shorter show tonight but um i wanted to get them out because it's been a I don't, it's it's not. I've not missed a Halloween show so far, and I'm not going to start this year. So, uh, it's been a, just over a month since since the last Stramash, and um, things have happened. Um, lots lots going on as always, and um, I was at another another conference, and and bizarrely, much much different uh, experience uh, people were far more engaged maybe they listened I don't know um, there was an awful lot of uh, interacting with the presenter uh, presenters um, the talk seemed to be relevant it was all very positive and, and good and, and I liked the chat to, to people who are excited about their, their work passionate about these things. Um, it kind of kind of um, led me to the, this, this, the conference led me to experiment a little bit with, with music in my class actually and uh, I woke up on Monday morning just a few days ago at the home of the family Simpson, the family seat of the family Simpson with um, a fantastic song in my head which was Going the Distance by Cake and this started a fantastic discussion on music and uh, even though it was an old song, I mean the Cake song was like 96 I think it was so before my, my students were even born um, in some cases yeah it was probably the year they were born actually but yeah, some of them also loved that track and it had been a favourite there for a few years. So we, we shared a little bit and uh, I got introduced to some artists that sound quite interesting, like, um, oh, um, just different ones. So, so like there was, there was a sort of folky, um, sort of mellow surfer guitar artist. Um, called Cope. Now, what was his first name? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Google is not helping. Um, 
Citizen Corp. Um, I think I might try and get in touch with. If you if you let me, he seems to be fairly famous. He's got he's got albums on iTunes, just like Gordon Bell. Um, and he seems to be on a tour at the moment. But yeah, I was just an artist that I hadn't heard like that, and uh, you know, more more sort of dancier music, uh, or more electronic music like uh, Skrillex and uh, Swedish House Mafia, bizarrely. And and all these these great tracks that that I'd sort of heard but hadn't associated with the particular artist. So it was a really good. Uh, discussion. Anyway, um, I digress. So, <clears throat> I, uh, I've been in contact with, sort of secret contact with uh, a band I used to be in a long time ago. I say secret contract, contact, we always kind of kept in touch, but most, more recently we've, we've started to kind of exchange songs. Um, Sort of uh, the creative juices flowing again, and yeah, it, it's quite interesting actually because I thought I had thought that uh, you don't go back, and um, this opportunity has got me thinking, to be honest, in a good way, which is kind of strange because apart from this wonderful podcast that kind of, I kind of, um, put songwriting on, on the, on the back burner, um, going so far as to actually pack away, pack away my childish things, um, and focus, but, no, the, the, the sort of, the, the, the dialogue that's been flowing between the three of us recently is quite inspiring and um, we seem to be coming up with ideas of how to extend each other's songs, which we always did when when we were young and now we are slightly busier, but we still have the same kind of connections, which is which is lovely. Anyway, so um, there there may be some bigger people tracks in, in the pipeline in, in the future, which is ace, I think, because it's been 10 years since we even played together, I think. Yes. Anyway, um, it's not related to Halloween in, in, in any way, apart from being quite spooky. I'll tell you what is spooky, actually. Very, very spooky. Um, <clears throat> today would actually be the 7th anniversary of my father passing away. Um, it would be, it is, pretty much. And I opened the one of the, the newspapers to find a story about someone who had the same name as him. And it related there's a lot of similarities between what the story was going on about him and, and his personal circumstances and um, you know, the family. So it was, it was quite a quite a spooky thing, actually. It was quite uh, apt for Halloween. I had to read twice before I realised um, that it wasn't actually about him, because obviously he's dead. But um, the the similarities were striking. And there is my spooky story for Halloween. I think we should have some more music. And I think I'm going to play you a slightly stalkerish song.
very cheesy so you had lots of um, guest shows you know chat shows kind of um, arrangements but they would be based in a haunted house or they'd be um, they'd be in a haunted I remember one that was in a haunted fire station in Aberdeen or a supposedly haunted fire station in Aberdeen and it was just the, the campus kind of um, schlock and I pretty sure they just they just showed lots of sort of clips giving you the history of the ghosts that were walking the halls of the fire station and then such up without actually ever getting scary um, and I love that I miss that I miss that I think everything Here's a rant again. I think everything um, nowadays has to be, you know, hammered home with as much pig's blood as possible, it seems. Um, or as much, you know, visualisation of the torture that's going on. So, so the, the ownership of the what could be happening is entirely taken away from you and, and, and you're no longer in control of, uh, of the story and I think that's why I love the radio plays from the 50s, the American radio plays um, actually from the 50s all the way up to the sort of 80s um, the Master of Horror um, series where you'd read like Edgar Allan Poe tales in his wonderful accent and yeah those kind of things where, where you get just enough to place you in the moment but you make up the rest yourself okay but, you know the, the, the joy of listening is that you can make up things so you hear a little squeak in the background or some some sort of uh, rustling or scratching and you can imagine that it's you know, hundreds of rats scratching at the door trying to get in to devour you inch by inch and, and, and sorry <laughs> I was scratching the sofa but that kind of thing um, 
my mind far more terrifying than watching something where the torture and the you know the the scenes the the horror scenes are, are so overdone and so linear that you cannot connect with the story might as well just give you a tour of a, of a, of a cow slaughter factory or, or something like that because really the story is going to be fairly thin and they're just going to concentrate on shocking the audience rather than making them remember the story um, which you know things like the monkey's paw does fantastically well to rape that out. I can't add that to the podcast unfortunately, but uh, if you go to archive.org you will find it. And yeah, so yeah, so Halloween ain't as scary as it used to be. I was out with my daughter tonight, my daughter, um, it was her first guising experience, which which I, I stick with the traditional Scottish idea of guising. And uh, so it's not, it's not trick or treat guising and I was just slightly ashamed that she didn't have a a neat lantern to to carry with her Um, because pumpkins aren't Scottish pumpkins are a bastardisation of of the Scottish tradition of guising Um, that said they're far more they're far easier to carve but you you get the idea Um, and so she had a sort of little experience of, of going round the doors of her friends' houses and um, getting sweets, getting involved, and she loved it. And uh, I think this is the start of her sort of not needing her her mum and dad to organise stuff for her anymore. Well, I'm sure sure that'll go on for a few years yet, but she. Seemed fairly confident in herself and in the way she talked to others, and that I think just validates um, what we've been doing so far, which which is nice. And um, but anyway, she had fun. That's the main thing. Um, you know that that my co-hosts don't really help out anymore. There, it's, it's not. It's not what they're into just now. Although Nate's quite into some music. He's, 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 he's uh, experimenting with drums and I think we might have to get a, a little CD on the go and maybe get it onto Bandcamp under a pseudonym, a suitable pseudonym. So, more music, more music. What shall we have? Well, I think I might return to the Podsafe Music Network and I think the next track we're going to have is a folky song, a guitar song, by an artist called Elsinore, or El Senor. Depends how you say it, it's all one word. And the track is called Vampire in My Town. Enjoy. Tell me what was going on Oh, 
took my baby and I've got to find out why
you. Quite a bit. That was um, a band called Elsinore, as they nicely ex uh, pronounce for us very early in the song. And I had one of those moments where I thought I'd got the title and the artist mixed up. But no, no, they, they, just, they were just helping me with my show. Uh, and they're from Illinois and um, in the United States. And they're a four-part harmony, ringing guitar, piano and organ, lick filled bass lines and a Latin drum set. Uh, kind of group. They were voted voted less best live band in 2006 at some local music awards, um, and and I quite like. I thought that was quite nice. I hope you enjoyed them. Check them out. Now I've got a few songs to tell you about because we kind of skipped over the artists. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I managed to slip in a. Family Simpson track because um, it's been ages since I've actually made one so I thought I'd play an old one but it's related to the show because um, Can I Be The One which is the track between the uh, the talking about the Beaker People and the rant um, was, uh, was originally written for the Beaker People um, for I think it was the first album we put out, if you can call it that. First home recorded album ever made uh, was featured that song. And it was a twee little number which uh, was promptly covered by Gordon Bell. Um, I think it was this plastic cycle bubble when it was on mp3.com and it was fantastic. Fantastic, and it totally warped it. And uh, when it came to recording uh, tracks for the 2007 sort of EP, which was called Dirty Little, um, and I'll have to get that on Bandcamp actually. I'll have to get that up somewhere. Maybe Free Music Archive would be quite good. Um, yeah, that was one of the first tracks I recorded. That and Iron, a remake of Iron Brew. And I loved it. I loved making... I made a little video for that as well. You can't find it anymore, but uh, it was there. It was a lot of fun. And it was meant to be um, a sort of stalker's ode to uh, stocky, I suppose. But originally it was a love song. Anyway, I digress. The, uh, the, the, the music that you heard in the background of the, the sort of extended uh, monologue was uh, a little spooky little track that I um, had written, uploaded, and never thought about ever again. And it was called Casios of Forever. And I did that in 2007 and uploaded it to Podsafe Music Network and totally forgot about it. So I found it tonight and uh, I just thought it fitted rather nicely, I hope you agreed. And uh, the second sort of soundscape uh, behind the rant was called Horror and it was by an artist called Mentone and that was from SoundCloud. And uh, the web links for all these artists, apart from uh, actually even including myself, can be found on the Stramash podcast website which is www.facebook.com forward slash Stramash podcast and uh, you should check it out and then you should check the artists out and feel free to suggest other artists for future shows as long as they are um, creative commons or that they have released the music um, for use in shows such as this one more track two minutes before midnight and I'm going to get this podcast uploaded and released the track is called Edgar Allan Poe because I mentioned him, mentioned him earlier on. The Master of Horror, by the way, Christopher Lee, um, can be found on Internet Archive. If you search for The Monkey's Paw, you will get the original radio play of The Monkey's Paw, and I recommend listening to that tonight, if you can. You know it's not Halloween. But, sorry, they, they, they track. It's called Edgar Allan Poe, and the band is called... Vermi. And I say it in an Italian accent because I can. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you're in uh, and I hope that you're well that you're safe and that nothing is tapping on the window outside good night
gestione, le paure hanno un nome, ricomincia le tue pene, di tue perna in questo mondo. 